Welcome to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. Good evening on this Thursday evening. Chris Herline live with you tonight on your drive home or wherever you're tuning in. Phone lines are open here on Wealth Radio, and always encourage you to join me top of the hour, 512-836-0590. We're going to discuss your life, your money, put that front and center tonight. So whether it's taxes, estate, investments, we look forward to taking those text questions and calls this evening, 512-836-0590. Got a lot of great things lined up for you this evening, and got a very special guest joining me here momentarily. But as the news headlines continue, it seems like panic continues to escalate. And people who are normally level-headed um, may be becoming a little bit irritable. And unfortunately, the stress that comes with a lot of these news headlines we're reading, it, it can do damage. It can do damage to yourself. It can do damage to those around you relationally. And so a good friend of mine, I was thinking about this. He always used to say, you know, nobody makes good decisions when they're panicked or when they're drunk. <laughs> and when you're panicked, you don't make good decisions. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. But panic is one of these things that really... I feel starting to set in here because it's 24-7 with little data to prove what's coming next. But I've had a number of people call me, and I'm not talking about clients here. I'm talking about colleagues. I'm talking about friends. And just asking me, you know, when are you getting out of the stock market? You know, because it's going to completely collapse, don't you think? Let me explain something here. If you think that the Fortune 500, the 500 largest companies in America are going to go broke, are going to go to zero, that honestly, that, that really shows that you may have decided that the United States economy is going to completely collapse. When we think about these seasons in the past, and I'm just talking about the markets here, I'm not talking about pandemics. We think back to 08, our head goes right back there. We think back to 2001, 9-11. And, you know, that attack was largely caused, or largely caused, I should say, the markets to drop fairly quickly. And, you know, that building came down and those bricks literally were showering Wall Street where all this market trading takes place. And, you, you know, it's interesting. It's, you know, you don't see a whole lot of headlines around the positive things going on right now with the advances, with the data that they're gathering, with any progress around, you know, the... Um, 
the, the cure for this. And you go back to these markets back in 01, and you never see anything around how fast the market recovered. Anybody want to take a guess? 57 days. 57 days. The market was so resilient, it recovered the 9-11 losses in 57 days. You can't find an article written about it. You just have to pull up a calculator and look at what the markets did then. And then in 08, we had a terrible mortgage crisis, right? That brought down the markets. How long did that take to recover? About a year, maybe a year and a half. You know, we believe that this is a serious crisis in our country right now. But we're going to get through it. And you hear a lot of times people talking about how much money they lost in 2001, in 2008. And oftentimes it's because they sold at the bottom. They panicked. And with the research thus far, we believe that when we get on the other side of this thing, and we don't know how long, but when we do start seeing a recovery, it's likely to happen very fast, quite possibly even this year. So we want to ensure that you're not panicking. We want to ensure that you're keeping a level head about yourself. It's not easy, though. It's not easy. We got business owners out there. Many of you driving home right now. I'm a business owner myself. We're all feeling it. The responsibility of the livelihood of our employees, of our customers, our clients, those that have families, keeping them safe, providing for them, making sure we got what we need as we're getting through this. Those that have been affected and actually are sick, the isolation that comes with that, the fear that could come with that. Tonight, I wanna to talk through 10 reasons why you ought not to panic. I wanna to talk to you about some good things that are taking place, some advances that are taking place that could give you maybe a little bit different perspective around what's going on right now. Tonight, I got a special guest joining me right after the break here. And we're gonna talk about the power of peace and how that's needed so greatly in our country right now. Churches are closing. Thank goodness for online conference meetings, Zoom calls and all this kind of stuff. Commerce is still happening. Services are still happening. Those of you with religious beliefs, those of you that lean heavy on faith, with churches closing, I understand that's very traumatic for many of you not to be able to congregate with those that share your faith. But we will, and we shall get through this. 512-836-0590 to join me with your questions. I'm going to take a quick break, and me and my guests will be right back with you. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. 
Chris Herline back with you live this evening on your drive home or wherever you're listening. We appreciate you making us part of your week and got a great show lined up for you tonight. You can join me. We do have some calls coming in, and I'm going to get to those after the news break. 512-836-0590. Very honored. Uh, Last minute to have a great friend of mine, a uh, very powerful leader and a great friend of many in this town, a great husband, Mac Richard, founder of Lake Hills Church in Westlake area. Mac, welcome to the program, man. Thanks for joining me tonight. Chris, thank you so much. It's great to be with you. Mac, you know, in, in, in all that's going on right now, peace is a very precious commodity. And I was <laughs> tuning into your... It truly is, right? And I'm tuning into your, precious and your sermon. It is. I'm tuning into your sermon um, from this past Sunday, and you guys were doing this online service, right? It was a full-blown online service. Right. And it's it's something that, I'm telling you, it, it's almost unprecedented. I mean, you guys have done online services for years, but not without people being in the main you know, congregation, and it, <laughs> that's got to be a new, unique thing. But that's just really a big deal for people of faith right now. This is impacting them emotionally, physically, a, a number of ways. Chris, you're you're so so right. You know, this past weekend, as as you know, we've been doing this for a minute, and uh, this past weekend was like nothing I have ever seen or heard of. And I've talked to talked to a number of my friends and mentors who are even older than I am, and they're saying this is a once-in-a-lifetime season. They've never seen, you know, when you think back over, let's just say the last generation or so, you've had, you've had 9-11, you had the financial crisis meltdown, you've had hurricanes, you've had storms. We've had crises, but in those moments, the answer was always in those opportunities to gather. That was when we came together. That was when we got back to our roots. That was when we came back and celebrated our faith and the faithfulness of God together. But in this instance, the the most faithful thing you can do is not gather. And that is completely mm. counterintuitive. I think it's counterintuitive to people of faith. I think it's counterintuitive to people. Whenever we struggle, whenever we face challenges and obstacles, I think it's our natural instinct to gather with the people we love the most, the people that we know we can count on and we can trust. And in this particular instance, you just can't do that in a worship experience like most of us are used to. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too, Mac, because it, it seems like we've had a kind of a turning point or a tipping point, I should say, this week, at, at least in, in, in my world. It, it seems like the families I serve, likely the families that, um, you know, you consult with and, and lead within your congregation, it, it seems like uh, it's really starting to settle in here as schools are closing and, and everything else. And, and it's reminding me that it seems like the 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 prayer and and the faith-based principles in this country, a lot of it's been, I, I don't want to say forgotten, but, you know, I don't know. It's in times like these where it seems like we're reminded quickly, oh, okay, yeah, we, we do have something to lean on. Um, you know, the country was built on uh, these faith principles. 
And your sermon, I want you to share a little bit more with our audience here because, and, and folks, by the way, I, I encourage you to go to LHC.org and tune into the Power of Peace message that he gave. It's it's online there on demand. It's, it's very powerful. But Mac, I want you to give some insight um, into why the power of peace could really be a message um, that can carry families through this right now. Chris, first of all, thank you for saying that. Second of all, I just knew where where my wife Julie and I were when we were starting to navigate this, and it became clear, hey, we're not going to gather this weekend. Like, And, you know, for us in, in church world, Chris, our whole lives revolve around gathering people. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when that started to become apparent, Julie and I both started praying and just started thinking, okay, this is a huge, huge obstacle. Where's the opportunity? And I think, I think that's part of, part of what is so powerful about a relationship with Christ. When you understand the power that God used to raise Christ from the dead, is available to anyone who would follow him. Then you start going, okay, how do I, how do I get there? How do I get to where I can experience that and make it a reality in my life? And not just a cliche, not just kind of a buttonhole answer, but to go, how do you do that? And I, I, I thought of what Paul said to his young pastoral protege, Timothy, when he said, listen, we're not given a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power of love and self-discipline. And it just, those words just kind of jumped off the page. And I've read that passage hundreds of times probably throughout my life. But in this particular season especially, I thought, power, love, and self-discipline. So there's the power that we, like I just said, it's always there. It's always available. But, you know, what you said a second ago is so true. I think the, the challenge is, are real and they're going to happen. I think the greatest spiritual challenge that we ever face is success because when things are going well, when things are cruising along, man, it, it's easy to kind of just coast spiritually to let some of the, the daily disciplines that feed your faith, let those things kind of slide because we get insulated from our need as things, as we succeed. And so, mm-hmm. When you face the challenge, you're kind of like brought back to the to the reality that a lot of times we can ignore. And the, the reality is we're dependent upon God for every breath that we have. And when you come back to that and you realize his power, his love, his self-discipline, those are the things that bring you the peace. And it's, it, you know, when, when you pray without ceasing, when you are thankful then the peace of God that passes all understanding, that's when it guards your hearts and your minds. And so what we've kind of done is just said, let's figure out a way to make this an opportunity because honestly, Chris, and you know this, I think throughout history, the church at large, capital C church, we're always at our best when our back's against the wall. That, that's, when, that's when we mm-hmm. shine. And this is an opportunity for us to shine because our back's against the wall and what an incredible time. Thank God we live in a day and age when we can gather online, where we can do daily devotionals to connect with our people, even though we're quarantined, if you will, and, and quartered in our own homes. 
Yeah, the the technology end of things has been a game changer. Um, and you know, it, it, I talked to another pastor today in Northwest Austin, and and you know, he said that you know it was it was really well received, and and that even though it was different, um, mm-hmm. they they had a significant amount. Uh, people attending, and it seems like you know people are realizing that the the opposite of faith and peace during this time is is fear, and fear is is really uh, grasping a lot of people, and and I'm I'm seeing it just with a pickup in in the headlines and the news. I'm seeing it with many of the clients I consult, and I, I I'm encouraging individuals out there to to look. At what truly matters during this season right now? This what an what an amazing opportunity to get fresh perspective. Yes, we're coming off one of the strongest economies right now, but you know what? That doesn't matter right now. And what's so different about this time versus an 08 or a, or an 01 or uh, the SARS and 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 the swine flu and all this? It, it it's it's that we are losing a sense of our freedom. We're concerned about our friends, family, co-workers. Um, you know, it, it's just totally different this time around. It's not just money. And it's not just mm-hmm. health. Like past epidemics, it's both. It's both. And so it's it's absolutely amplified. And speaking well, of technology being great, too, Chris, go ahead. The technology, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I, th- I just think the technology can be such a help. You know, I've, as I've thought about people this week, you know, cloistered in our home, I've just been shooting out texts. Hey, just want you to know, I know that this is a hard time. I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. I've got a really good friend who has just opened a gym, and now they have to close it. And so I just said, hey, mm. I saw Governor Abbott, you know, said that that's one of the new restrictions that's going into place Midnight Friday is gyms will be closing and they've got a brand new business. They're trying to get up off the ground. I know what that's like. Mm -hmm. So I just sent him and his wife a text message. You said, Hey, I just want you to know I'm praying with you, praying for you as all of us are trying to navigate that. And I I think churches, you know, as a whole, the reality is churches are nervous right now. I, I realize if our people's finances dry up, that means their tithing, their giving dries up, which means a lot of the ministries that we're able to provide, even though we're not gathering on Sunday, those things will suffer. And so mm-hmm. we're we're taking a hard look at those things as well. There's every now and then people will say to me, you know, I know that the church is a business too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There is definitely a business side to the church, but the business side feeds the ministry side so that we can do the ministry and fulfill the vision that God has called us to fulfill. And so we're we're right there with you in in managing the realities of day to day in a completely new ball game. Yeah, and again, for those of you just tuning in with us, um, I'm really encouraging you right now to take some time tonight, tomorrow, into the weekend. Go to LakeHillsChurch.org, LHC.org, and I want you to watch. I want my listeners to watch. The power of peace message that Mac had spoke on this past weekend, and and get your head out of the news headlines and everything that is distracting you, and look at something 
that could bring your spirit up, that could bring you some peace and some insight. And Mac, I know we're going, I got a couple minutes here before the news break, but you know, I'm going to do something. I'm, I, I didn't even tell you I was going to do this, but I want to ask if you would just say a prayer for our city and our country before we go to news break here tonight, would you mind doing that? Chris, I'd be honored to. I really would. And I, you just said something so important. I think part of having a spirit of power and love and self-discipline is being very disciplined in when and from whom we take in our news and our information. And I think that goes a long way. We, we've told our people, you need to check the news maybe two, maybe three times a day, but do not have it on all the time. Do not be buried in social media and be wise about how you take in information during this season especially. But I'd be honored to have a word of prayer with you and our city. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this amazing city that we get to call home. God, I thank you for Chris and what this show is doing to help reassure and bring peace and confidence into people's lives. And God, we ask that you would use this time of uncertainty, the unknowns that we are all walking through together. God, that you would use this time. Draw us closer to you. Draw us closer to that peace that passes all understanding in a relationship with Christ. And God, I pray that you would draw us together as a city and a community. Help us to look out for each other. Help us to be mindful and heartful of each other and people who have needs that we could possibly meet during this time. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mac, thank you so much again. As last minute, I, I hit you up at think, 3, 4 o'clock today, and, and we made it happen. But I want to just wish you all the best, uh, you and Julie and, and Emily and Joseph, and uh, hopefully get you on here again soon, okay? Chris, thank you so much, and thank you for doing what you're doing. We're a better, better city because of you. Thank you. Thank you, Mac. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick news break. You can join me. we got some callers on the line, 512-836-0590. We'll catch you on the other side. Live, local, and independent, this is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Chris Harlan back with you this evening on your drive home this Thursday evening or wherever you are listening. Thank you for tuning in. And we uh, have plenty of time left this evening. 512-836-0590. You can join me with all your wealth and investment questions, tax, estate. We look forward to having you join me. Before I go any further, I want to thank one more time uh, our guest, Mac Rashar, that just joined me in our last segment, bringing some perspective and prayer to the airwaves here in Austin, Texas. Much needed. And our prayers are with all of our listeners tuning in this evening, of course, and your families. So we had a text question come in here. Um, let's see. Uh, it was actually it was a call. Uh, Fred had called in here and he wanted to discuss the differences between a traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. And I, I'm getting this a lot right now because, you know, we, we counsel a lot of families that have, uh, you know, wealth and they're trying to keep it that way via taxes. And Roth is one of the very best ways to do it. And uh, just to keep it real simple, let's say that you've got a traditional IRA 
and you're going to put, just call it $6,000 a year in that thing. Let's say you're 30 years old. And so you're just hammering that thing, 6000 and it's invested in a good growth stock or ETF, something like that. And, you know, 30 years later, that thing is worth, let's call it $1,180,000. Okay, so that's kind of a random number. Well, if you're doing 6000 a year and you're doing that every year for 30 years, well, that's $180,000. And with the growth and compounding through the years, now that thing is worth $1,180,000. Now, the thing is, is that when you go to pull that money out, all of that money is going to be taxable. The entire million plus at income tax rates, which could be higher down the road. Now, let's say you put that 6000 bucks a year into your Roth and invest it just the same. 30 years down the road, you get to age 60, and it's worth $1,180,000. Well, guess what? You get to take every dollar of that 100% tax-free. So you paid tax on $180,000 through the years getting that money in to have it all be tax-free. Or you could have taken a tiny tax deduction over the years to then be paying tax on the bigger number, the $1,180,000 in the traditional IRA. Hmm. One of those sounds a little better than the other, if you ask me. But as always, consult with a professional or CPA on maybe identifying the best course of action for you. Thanks for the question. 512-836-0590, and we'll take Many more of your questions here this evening. I, I'm going to spend tonight talking to business owners in my last segment tonight because we are being impacted greatly by what's going on. And the thing that we're going to start seeing is the government rolling out programs to stimulate the economy, to help businesses, to help airlines and all these type of things. And, you know, you're going to start hearing the word bailout used quite a bit. And particularly this crisis, this time around, this down market, I, I, just don't, I don't like that word because a lot of you, this is not your fault. You as a business owner were trying to run an honest business and do things right and, and you're not getting a bailout. You're not getting a handout. You, you, you didn't expect this. And there's some intel that I want to share with you that can not only help you and the sustainability of your business, but also your employees and their families. So I'll get into that in our last segment tonight. But what I want to do now is I want to talk to you about 10 reasons that you ought not to panic. I want to bring maybe some insight and some updates on what's going on around the coronavirus that we don't see news headlines on. Okay, and, and the first thing is, is well, we know what the virus is, okay? We know what it is. When the first case of AIDS came out back in the early 80s, it took more than two years to identify the virus. So with COVID-19 that everything's being reported on, it's been identified. It truly has. Number two, we know how to detect the virus. That's good. The situation 
overseas in Hong Kong and China, in many places, the situation's improving over there. For several weeks now, the number of cases have been decreasing and things are slowly but surely getting back to the daily living. And there's new protocols in place, of course, but things are progressing in a positive manner. Number four, 80% of the cases out there are mild. 80% are mild cases. People recover from this. Younger people, those children, they are recovering better, of course, as we hear, than, um, than maybe more of the elder. But we had a uh, client of ours notify us this week. He hadn't come in the office. He, he didn't come by. But, you know, he notified us that he had contracted the virus and he had three days of symptoms. And praise God, he, he recovered well. And when it gets to the children, symptoms appear very minor in children. Only 3% of the cases so far occur in people under 20s. For, for those of you that have young children, myself, I got three of them. That's good news. Another thing is the virus can be wiped clean. So that's why you're hearing all this hand washing and, and everything going on. It, it, it can be prevented through sterilization and keeping things clean. Your offices, your homes, etc. Probably one of the greatest things to consider is that science is on top of this. It's on it. Not just here in the States, globally. Some of the brightest minds in the world are working together, unified, on vaccines and treatments to fight this, not only this year, but in future years. Another good piece of news is there already are vaccine prototypes, okay? So there are groups of people that are working on vaccinations, and their prototypes already underway. And lastly, antiviral trials are already underway. Okay, so vaccines are preventative, right? Right now, the treatment of people who are already sick is very important, and there have been already more than 80 clinical trials in working hard to analyze coronavirus treatments. So yes, is there a lot of work to be done? Absolutely, but my goodness, my goodness, there is a lot of progress that we don't hear about. 512-836-0590 to join me this evening. 512-836-0590. Whether it's IRAs, 401ks, estate, tax, look forward to having you join me. Chris Harland in studio with you live tonight. I'll be right back with you. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. Chris Herline. 
Chris Harwine back with you this evening in our last segment. And thanks for making us part of your evening. Uh, 512-836-0590 if you want to join me on the phone lines or text those questions tonight. want to spend my last segment here talking to you, the business owners. And more than half of small business owners in this country right now, um, we're feeling it, aren't we? And the reason this matters is because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know the long-term implications of our city coming to a halt in many, many ways. And I was reading a survey this afternoon from Goldman Sachs. Out of 10,000 small business owners that participate in this, and 51% of them say their business will only be able to continue and operate for somewhere between one and three months. 96% say they have already been impacted by the outbreak. 75% say their businesses have been impacted by fewer sales. 53% say their employees don't have the ability to telecommunicate. And 13% are confident about their contingency plans to maintain. Hmm. It's amazing how quickly this has come upon our businesses and how that impacts the people that we care about, our employees, and how that impacts our clients and servicing their needs. But there's many things that you, the business owner, need to be considering if you're not in the restaurants and the bar business, for that matter, because those have already been shut here in the city. And so the impact of that is yet to be seen. But when we think about the key things that need to be put into place and put into perspective is just, I'm just going to dive right into it here. You, you got to look at the flexibility within your staff. How many of them can be working mobile? How many of them need to actually be in the office? Are you set up to interface with your clients in a digital way? In today's world, with video conferencing and everything else, it's very, very impactful. It's very productive and meaningful. In our firm, we're doing Zoom and video meetings all day long with people in their office or in their home. Because life is still going on. And with the uncertainty out there, decisions still have to be made. And your business may be one that could still interact with your customers, your clients, via this digital form. Another thing I want you to consider is, it's called business Continuation insurance. So in the, in, in the event that something drastic happens, it, it can't be, um, you know, like a, like a terrorist event or something like that. But in the event that, you know, 
there's an economic impact on your business, believe it or not, you can insure for that in the event that something like this happened again. And then also, what are you doing to protect your employees in the environment? I mean, my inbox is just inundated daily with every corporation, every business out there telling me that they just swabbed down their office. <laughs> You've gotten a couple yourself, right? And I'm like, that's great. That's great. I'm glad to see you're doing that. But as a business owner, you have a, a real responsibility on that. So the business owners out there, many of them I'm talking to, many of them are clients of mine. I'm talking to my colleagues in the industry about what they're doing and how they're going to lead their employees and their clients through this. And I want to bring up something that you may want to put in your back pocket when you go to talk with your CPA or accountant. Because many business owners right now are trying to budget and shuffle and project how long they can stay in business and keep their employees on in the event that this thing progresses long term. There's something called Section 139 in the tax code. And this is something that can provide income to your employees. And if a qualifying event is taking place, it can be tax-free income. And it falls under what's called a qualified disaster payment. And what's happening right now in this country, actually, I don't have to tell you, it's qualifying as a qualified disaster payment. And so whatever this may look like, I want you to think how your employees may qualify for something like this, or you as the business owner employed by your company could qualify for something like this. And you need to consult with a CPA and account. I need to be clear on this. But as a result of coronavirus, many things aren't covered by insurance. So what actually qualifies or could qualify under this section 139? Medical expenses, health-related expenses, such as, you know, medications, even hand sanitizers. And a big one, with schools closing and everything else, child care due to school closure can be reimbursable or paid in a tax-free manner. Tutoring expenses for your kids due to these schools closing. Increased home expenses, home office set up, you know, maybe taking a bunch of printers and giving them to your employees, all that type of thing. Cell phones, increased utility expenses, likely going to happen because we're spending more time at home, right? Transportation expenses due to work relocation. So the list continues, but I want you to put that in your back pocket because as more and more things are rolling out to help small business owners and help employees out there, this can absolutely help.
because tax-free means a little more money in your pocket at the end of the day. So one of the things in closing that I offered yesterday with everything going on out there, a lot of people are looking at their portfolios going, I, I cannot make changes right now. But as I mentioned, you need to be making decisions, decisions on how you're going to make the best of this situation right now. I talked last night. You can go to wealthradio.com about the silver linings within what's going on right now. And then what are you going to do to position yourself that when the next one comes and the chances of something like this happening again in a lifetime, well, it may be smaller than you think. But what we do know is that we don't know what lies ahead. So what are you going to do to position yourself to weather whatever comes at you, whether it's politically, socially, economically, when the next time comes? What are the opportunities out there right now? That's what we're showing families right now. People, our listeners, whether it's off of KXN or KLBJ here, are taking advantage of sitting down in the comfort of your home or office with myself and my team of advisors via e-appointment, digital video conference, Zoom meetings, whatever you want to call them. Incredibly productive. And what we're doing during this season is helping families stay level, helping families understand what opportunities are out there to make the best of a situation. And we do this in 30 minutes via Zoom meeting. And I'm going to put that back out there tonight because there's a lot of you that have more questions than answers. If you want to take advantage of this, our team, our team is still working. We've got a lot of families that we counsel. We've got to be here. My team will reach out to you tomorrow via email and coordinate this. Shoot me a line right now, chris at wealthradio.com. Chris at wealthradio.com and take advantage of this. It's at no cost for all of our Wealth Radio listeners. 30 minutes, you'll walk away with three concrete ideas that you can go implement with your team. Maybe we'll tell you you're in great shape and you're going to be sleeping better. Or maybe there's an opportunity we can help you. Chris at WealthRadio.com to take advantage of that. One more time, encouraging you to go to LHC.org. That's Lake Hills Church, LHC.org. I want you to watch Mac, our guest tonight, his message on the power of peace. Until then, our prayers are with you. We'll talk to you next week. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions 
or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.